Welcome to PsalmsCast. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd. I am Denise. Hi, friends. It's such a blessing to join together here in the presence of the Lord as we step away from the hustle and the hassles of life to simply rest and to be nourished by the bread of life in the streams of living water. Our Lord, the only true God, has blessings for each one of us here in the Psalms, truths that we need for this day. Today we journey through Psalm 23, Psalm 53, Psalm 83, Psalm 113, Psalm 143, with one additional chapter that we would normally explore on the 30th day of the month, Psalm 30. I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. But before we head out, let's just invite the Lord to be the focus for this time. Father, thank you. Thank you for gathering us here. Thank you for making your word so available to us. We are desperately searching for you, searching for you, the only living God. We ask that you would pour into our life your truth. Open our minds, open our hearts to all that you have for us here today. Allow our lives to be transformed so that we will be who you want us to be. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Our first psalm today is Psalm 23. Most of us have heard this psalm. But if you struggle with doubt, if you struggle with not sure where you're standing with God, this is a psalm worth remembering, memorizing, telling to yourself daily. Psalm 23, The Good Shepherd, A Davidic Psalm The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I lack. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for His name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Psalm 53 A Portrait of Sinners A Davidic Maskell The fool says in his heart, God does not exist. They are corrupt and they do vile deeds. There is no one who does good. God looks down from heaven on the human race to see if there is one who is wise, one who seeks God. All have turned away. 
all alike have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Will evildoers never understand? They consume my people as they consume bread. They do not call on God. Then they will be filled with terror, terror like no other, because God will scatter the bones of those who besiege you. You will put them to shame, for God has rejected them. Oh, that Israel's deliverance would come from Zion. When God restores the fortunes of his people, Jacob will rejoice. Israel will be glad. Our next psalm is a psalm that we can all relate to because all of us are struggling with people who are not our friends. And if they're not our friends, if they're not for us, then they are against us. So Psalm 83, Prayer Against Enemies God, do not be silent. Do not be deaf, God. Do not be idle. See how your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have acted arrogantly. They devise clever schemes against your people. They conspire against your treasured ones. They say, Come, let us wipe them out as a nation so that Israel's name will no longer be remembered. For they have conspired with one mind. They form an allegiance against you, the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagarites, Gabal, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre. Even Assyria has joined them. They lend support to the sons of Lot. Deal with them as you did with Midian, as you did with Caesarea and Jabin at the Kishon River. They were destroyed at Endor, They became manure for the ground. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, and all of their tribal leaders like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, Let us seize God's pastures for ourselves. Make them like tumbleweed, my God, like straw before the wind, as fire burns a forest, as a flame blazes through mountains. So pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your storm. Cover their face with shame so that they will seek your name, Yahweh. Let them be put to shame and terrified forever. Let them perish in disgrace. May they know that you alone, whose name is Yahweh, are the Most High over all the earth. Psalm 113 Praise to the Merciful God Hallelujah! Give praise, servants of Yahweh. Praise the name of Yahweh. Let the name of Yahweh be praised, both now and forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of Yahweh be praised. 
Yahweh is exalted above all the heavens, His glory above the heavens. Who is like Yahweh our God, the one enthroned on high, who stoops down to look on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the garbage pile in order to seat them with nobles, with the nobles of his people. He gives the childless woman a household, making her the joyful mother of children. Hallelujah. Psalm 143 A Cry for Help A Davidic Psalm Lord, hear my prayer. In your faithfulness, listen to my plea, and in your righteousness, answer me. Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one alive is righteous in your sight. For the enemy has pursued me, crushing me to the ground, making me live in darkness like those long dead. My spirit is weak within me, My heart is overcome with dismay. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all you have done. I reflect on the work of your hands. I spread my hands to you. I am like parched land before you. Answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me or I will be like those going down to the pit. Let me experience your faithful love in the morning, for I trust in you. Reveal to me the way I should go, because I long for you. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I come to you for protection. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me on level ground. Because of your name, Yahweh, let me live. In your righteousness, deliver me from trouble. And in your faithful love, destroy my enemies. Wipe out all those who attack me, for I am your servant. And this last psalm that I'm reading today is normally read on the 30th day of the month. However, this month only has 28. So here we go into Psalm 30, Joy in the Morning, a psalm, a dedication song for the house, Davidic. I will exalt you, Lord, because you have lifted me up and have not allowed my enemies to triumph over me. Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you healed me. Lord, you brought me up from Sheol. You spared me from among those going down to the pit. Sing to Yahweh, you his faithful ones, and praise his holy name. His anger lasts only a moment, but his favor a lifetime. Weeping may spend the night, But there is joy in the morning. When I was secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you show your favor, you made me stand like a strong mountain. 
When you hid your face, I was terrified. Lord, I called to you. I sought favor from my Lord. What gain is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your truth? Lord, listen and be gracious to me. Lord, be my helper. You turned my lament into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness so that I can sing to you and not be silent. Lord my God, I will praise you forever. Being in limbo, waiting, is uncomfortable. Most of us in these last 12 months have experienced that limbo, that uncomfortable place of waiting and not knowing what's going to happen next. In the last 12 months, so many things have shifted in our lives to varying degrees. Before 2020 started, many of us thought of ourselves as being in control of our futures. We had dreams. We had a plan in place, and we were busily working that plan. And then things changed drastically. We felt our world tilting and shifting. We learned in those moments and in the months that were ahead that we were actually not in control of anything. It actually seemed as if we were pawns in a game where the rules were ever-changing. And many have been walking through what most certainly has all the markings of what the King James Version of the Bible calls the valley of the shadow of death. Yes, in our text today, Psalm 23 calls this the darkest valley. Okay, I'm going to be real. In my opinion, there is a marked difference between a valley of the shadow of death and the darkest valley. These past months, many have experienced the horrors of having to take a loved one to the emergency room only to be sent away, not knowing what was happening. Many who entered through those doors began a battle that they fought alone except for the medical and care facility staff. There were no loved ones to hold hands and to pray together with. Many people spent their last hours on earth separated from everyone who meant everything to them. And those outside those care facilities, hearts were torn in two because they could not be there with them. In those moments of terror, when it seems that death is closing in on every side, there is a chapter that we can take at its word. And I need you to remember that God's word is active and alive. That chapter is Psalm 23. It was written by David when he was a king. But that guy, he knew a thing or two about the role of a shepherd because that was who he was as a young boy to a young teen. Way before the Lord had Samuel come and bring him out from with the sheep to anoint David, a teenager, as the king of Israel, while 
Saul was still very much alive and in power before David went head-to-head with Goliath before being crowned as king. Yes, David was a keeper of sheep. He understood the nature of these gentle, humble, defenseless animals. He understood how to provide exactly what they needed, when they needed it, and how to keep them from harm, from being attacked, from illness, or from wandering off. Did you know that shepherds are featured throughout the Bible? Abel, one of the first two sons of Adam and Eve, was a shepherd. Abraham was a shepherd, as was Isaac and Jacob. Moses spent 40 years as a shepherd before the Lord had him lead the Hebrews out of Egypt through that Red Sea and through the desert for the next 40 years. David was taken from being a shepherd of his father's flocks to being raised up by Yahweh to shepherd all the tribes of Israel. Shepherds were the first ones told that the Messiah had been born on the hills outside of Bethlehem. They were told by the angels and they were told how to find him, how to find Jesus. Jesus speaks of himself as the shepherd. Matthew 9, 36. When he saw the crowds, he felt compassion for them because they were weary and worn out like sheep without a shepherd. Matthew 26, 31. Then Jesus said to him, Tonight all of you will run away because of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. So where was that written? It was written in Zechariah chapter 13. That's verse 7. It was written 500 years before that moment. In John 10, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Jesus also gave us stern warnings in Matthew 7, verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravaging wolves. Jesus commands Peter to shepherd my sheep. And in four different chapters of the book of Revelation, Jesus is spoken of as the shepherd. And in this one chapter... Psalm 23. This is how each of us can find confidence in God and in His Word. This psalm is for us today, right now. When we seek the Lord, we can find His will and live in the midst of His love. It is through searching and seeking that we find a loving God who is always willing to be there and sustain us to take care of us. That is the meaning of Psalm 23. These verses provide comfort even in the midst of the storm. I want to give you an illustration that might help you. This was something penned by Charles Spurgeon in the 1800s. And this is from his own writings on Psalm 23. A little child out at sea in the storm is not frightened Like all the other passengers on board of the vessel, it sleeps in its mother's bosom, he wrote. 
It is enough for it that its mother is with it, and it should be enough for a believer to know that that Christ is with him. Father, help us in this. We are stretched to the limit. We have obligated ourselves to the hilt. Our lives have no room in them for much. What you are inviting us into is to step away, that we don't need all of that, that we're running nowhere, but we're not used to not running. We're not used to being still. We're not used to having you involved in everything, but we want to be because that is what we're made for. So we have to reframe some things. We're inviting you into these days here, Lord, right now, into our journey. Come, Holy Spirit, and help us. Reveal yourselves to us as we open ourselves to you. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. So, announcements. Psalmscast is reaching a major milestone next Monday. This podcast will turn to... Exactly what does that mean? The Lord has faithfully and effectively taken each day's recording of five psalms and sent them forth into the airwaves for the past 725 days as of right now. Every single day. This podcast is a testimony of Daddy God's ability to take ashes and create something beneficial that reaches places I could have never imagined. Now, on a personal note, right now it's Tuesday morning and I'm still gathering myself together. Monday's appointments were work, mentally and physically, and yes, emotionally trying to remember and to process the flood of information incoming is, in a word, daunting. Have you ever watched a salmon fighting and swimming upstream against the rushing torrent of water following gravity, and yet that single fish goes in the opposite way against the force of gravity to accomplish what seems logically impossible Yes, I feel for those amazing creatures swimming upstream. It is just wow. And the only reason that I am here today is because of the Father's mercy and His grace. Prayers would be mighty helpful as the Lord helps me to unpack the plan that is coming together. If you desire to connect with Psalmscast, Perhaps you have questions or you want to make comments, you want to offer a word of encouragement, or you need prayer, or you know somebody who's going through a hard time and they need prayer, or perhaps you want a Bible of your own. There's a way you can do that. If you're in the United States, you can call or text. That number is 470-240-1509. Perhaps you're not in the United States, but you did want to connect. The best way to do so would be using WhatsApp. That number is 
1509. You can also connect or message through social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. I am praying for you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.